0: 88.1 The Berg, your
1: Music Central. 88.1 The Berg, your Music Central. This is Sunday Sports Central. Thank you for listening. We were on from 9 to 11 today. We got a little bit left. We got one segment, about 15 minutes. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. If you missed anything and you're just now tuning in, make sure and catch these segments of this show our on- our podcasts on SoundCloud that's at 881 the Berg, excuse me and then you can also find us on Twitter at 881 the Berg and Facebook 88.1 the Berg, kcw if you missed any part of the show make sure and go back and listen and of course this week we'll also be coming out with other sports podcasts we had a we have an NFL draft podcast coming out on Thursday by Wyatt Simmons so make sure and give that a listen we'll be going more in depth into the NFL draft and what it will have in store for us starting Thursday night going through Saturday. Um, but right now for our last segment of the show, we're going to be talking Sean Mania's no hitter versus the Boston Red Sox last night for the Oakland Athletics through a no hitter at home in Oakland against the best team in MLB right now, the Boston Red Sox. They're off to a 17-2 and win-loss start on the season. So how did a team – like the Boston Red Sox, get no hit. Well, I want to quote uh, Sports Illustrated.com writer John Taylor. He said, The task in front of the 26-year-old Indiana native in Sean Manaya was one that virtually no pitcher has been able to solve this year. The Red Sox lineup, which came into the game leading the league in, get this, all of these stats, runs, batting average, on-base percentage, slugging percentage, OPS, and was third in home runs. The winners of eight straight and they were off to a 17-2 start. Boston has crushed everything in its path and Sean Maniah comes out, throws a no-hitter against Boston. And it got me thinking, you know, I've watched a lot of major league baseball in my years. It got me thinking. No-hitters are becoming more and more I would say regular. Every season, uh we see a bunch of sports writers writing every season, you know, expect at least like one no-hitter per season. I know a couple seasons ago we actually had like what Three, four no hitters in one season. I think um, perfect games are a little bit different. I think perfect games are um, obviously way more uh, touted and you know respectable. I would say, but a no hitter um, you can get with you can throw walks. You can you know you can give up base runners on I think a pass ball on like a drop third strike. Everything like that. Um, so it's of course it's not a perfect game, but a no hitter is still. Something that is um, respectable by a pitcher in the Major League Baseball. But I'm just thinking to myself, you know, to no-hit the best team in baseball in the Boston Red Sox, it has to be a big accomplishment. Um, but overall, no-hitters are kind of losing their flavor. You know, they're losing their uh, their sweet scent about them, you know. It used to kind of be this guy threw a no-hitter. Okay, wow, you know, big accomplishment. Now it's sort of becoming this guy threw a, no, a no-hitter, and I can see guys picking up a newspaper on Sunday morning, reading about this this morning, and being like, oh, it's just another no-hitter, you know, drinking their coffee, you know, no-hitter, you know, they just all go intact with each other, you know. It's just kind of like a regular thing now. Um, but, again, big props to Sean He's He started off the year really good for Oakland Athletics. Uh, he did good against the hometown Seattle Mariners the other day. Uh, but, yeah, no-hitting the Boston Red Sox. But again, like I want to talk about with you, Will, give me your thoughts on this. There's been 37 no-hitters in the last 10 years. What do you think's changed to allow this to happen?
0: Well, for me personally, and I completely agree with you, last night I was scrolling through Twitter, looking at my Twitter feed. Oh, Sean Maniah threw a no-hitter cool yeah exactly who cares there's (laughs) like for a year now like the the only
1: the only thing that was kind of like oh wow is because he played the red sox you know if this was against the tampa bay rays or like the texas rangers even in the al-west worst team in the al-west right now i'd have been like wow a no hitter cool just like you said but you know boston red sox yeah okay you did a pretty good job but still it's just that overall like mantra the no hitter 37 in the last 10 years. Go ahead and continue.
0: Yeah, so it's it's crazy to me because when I'm looking at it, and like any great college student, I was doing my research on Wikipedia <laughs> last night nice. at like 2 a.m., procrastinating as usual.
1: Hey, professors say that's not a reputable source anymore.
0: Well, you can click on the thing and go to the <laughs> link and find the reputable source. <laughs> I know how to work the system, my man. <laughs> hey, just don't
1: quote it in your uh, college essays. Yes, exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> but when I'm looking at it, what stood out to me is in, like, 2005, 2006, Randy Johnson had his no-no. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might have been a perfect game, but I believe it was a no-no. They're the, it works the same in that way. Yeah. But um, no one had had it for two years prior to him, and no one had it for two years after him. To me, that's when it was a big deal. I remember when Randy Johnson threw it for the Diamondbacks. It was a big deal. I came home. Playing little league i went out in the backyard with my dad and i was like oh i'm randy johnson i'm throwing a no hitter except i'm righty and nowadays it's i don't know if it's hitting as bad it's not as good maybe the steroids being out of the league no one's hitting home runs out on their bunts but it just seems like pitching has gotten so good like where's the next move you're gonna get for a year you can almost expect one every two months. It's not as big of a deal to me anymore. It's not something where I'm like, whoa, Yeah, Sean Maniah is amazing. He just threw a no-no. It's like, ah,
1: okay, cool. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think that no-hitters are becoming not necessarily a thing of the past. And to do it against the Red Sox, it's like, you know, he he had to have thrown a a gem to be able to do that. But it's just that I I completely agree with you. I think the hitting – has just seen this sort of era in the past 10 years or so Um, after the steroids were completely done um, after those big home run hitters of the early 2000s, late nineties, even bonds, Sosa, McGuire, after those guys retired, it's like, you know, there's always these eras where it's like, okay, for like 10 or 15 years, pitchers are really good. While the, uh, the hitters try to, you know, um, what's the word I'm try to like evolve and try to try to, yeah, try to adjust and, Uh, catch up to the pitchers and then you'll see 10 or 15 years where it's like hitters are way better than pitchers and specifically 1990s early 2000s just like we saw before this pitcher era that we are currently in and are still in right now you know it's like the pitcher era of being better than the majority of hitters in the major leagues I think started like you said um, those two years after Randy Johnson threw his no hitter they you started to see one about once a year um, sometimes two, three, four times a year. And, yeah, I just think we're in this era right now where pitchers have found out something uh, that they can do to, you know, just pretty much beat every hitter. And so even though the Red Sox are a great team, they're one of the best, if not the best, hitting team in the major leagues, I still think it's possible for them to get no hit just because of this era where pitchers sort of have this dominance over hitters. You know, how how often do you see a no-hitter um, – get taken away from a pitcher in the seventh or eighth inning even this year. Shohei Otani did it in his second start. He w- he went perfect through seven innings. You know, if that guy threw a perfect game and then we had a no-hitter, what, two, three weeks later, it would just kind of be yeah. that sense. It's like, oh, my gosh, this doesn't have any meaning anymore. It's kind of like eating bacon every day. It's like you eat bacon once a week, it's good. You eat bacon every single day, it's not that good anymore. It's just bacon. That's how I feel with no-hitters. Yeah. If you, if you get a no-hitter every two months in baseball, it's like, it's just as often as some guy, like, doing something else. You know, he hit for the cycle. That's, I think that's even more rare than throwing a no-no nowadays. So it's just losing its sort of flavor, uh, losing its importance in baseball. Now, I'm not taking anything away from no-hitters. Obviously, they're a great accomplishment. Um, Mariners have had, even in the past couple years, Felix threw that perfect game. Uh, Iwakuma threw that no-hitter. Um, so we're just seeing it more and more. Uh, and, yeah, like I said, it's just kind of losing its flavor. So it's like the shutout
0: in like soccer yeah. or in the NHL. It's like scoring it, a
1: hat trick in soccer. Yeah. It's, I would say.
0: It's like it's rare, but it happens a couple times a year. Yeah, So you can come in and expect it. And when you kind of expect it, it's not as cool. Whereas like back in, you know, the 90s, early 2000s, someone threw a note hitter, that was a big deal. Everyone was like, whoa, like that dude was throwing today. He was on one. Whereas like nowadays, I think it shows one at how fast the pitchers are throwing the ball, but most importantly, how much movement they have on their different pitches. The movement that Kershaw and even Felix still and Verlander still, they have on their balls, it's nuts. How are you supposed to go out and hit a 95-mile-an-hour cutter that breaks six inches down and away? Yeah. You have no chance. And so I think it's more of like you said, Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, they're crushing pitchers. What do pitchers do? Let's put some more movement on it. And pretty soon, in 5, 10 years down the road, 15 maybe, you're going to have hitters that somehow are going to find a way to curve their bat. (laughs) <laughs> and hit a dinger.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, They'll continue to evolve. And, yes, I think um, one of the most important factors, what you just said, you were bringing up specific pitchers and how they've gotten better over time. I think that is another uh, big factor in these increased numbers and in no-hitters in uh, MLB. Um, you know, name the top ten pitchers in the league in the 1990s. You can't. You Noel can't Ryan. <laughs> you, you, you can't really do it, right? But you could definitely name the top ten pitchers in the league today. And that's not just mm-hmm. because we're watching and we weren't, you know, growing up and watching baseball in the nineties, but I think it is more of there's this thing where uh in the nineties the MLB experienced this phenomenon where there's no good pitchers really. There's like a couple of good pitchers from the nineties. So once you throw in all these like new, fresh, young guys into the into the leagues and you have um sort of this era where I feel like almost every team in the Major League Baseball has a one, two, three starter, starting pitcher in their starting rotation that could have been a number one guy back in the 1990s if they were pitching back then. And so I think um, that's another big factor is when you start adding all these players that are so good into the league, I think uh, big accomplishments become more, uh, what, what am I trying you know, become more... Usual. Usual. Common. Exactly. More common. And I think that's exactly what the hitters experienced in the 90s. You had so many good hitters that you had these crazy anomaly seasons with like 70 home runs. Why don't we see that anymore? Because there's there's not as many good hitters as back in the, in the 90s compared to bad pitchers now. I'm not saying there's no good hitters today. But comparing the number of great pitchers to great hitters in the major leagues right now, I will give the edge to the pitchers and say there's more. Whereas in the 90s, I think there was more great hitters than pitchers and so we see this influx up and down, up and down, great pitching, great hitting, great pitching, great hitting. We're in this era right now in baseball where the era is great pitching, good hitting, but still good enough pitching to be where no hitters are more common nowadays than they were back in the 1990s.
0: I would agree with that. And I think it also shows just like the evolution of the game. The game is always evolving. And back in you know the 90s, early 2000s, there were guys hitting 60 home runs a year all the time. I mean, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, they all did it in multiple seasons. You look at it now, if someone has 45 to 50 home runs, they probably are going to lead the league. So I think it just – I would agree with you, Austin. It's mainly just pitching evolving into being great. They're learning how to throw with movement and speed. And in the 90s, like I said earlier – My knowledge, my best, the best pitcher I know is Nolan Ryan or Maddox. Yeah. And Nolan Ryan could throw hard and Maddox had movement. Yep. And right now you're finding a lot of pitchers that took those two guys, molded them into one. Yeah. And that's how they throw
1: the ball. Yep. Which is really cool to watch. All right, well, that is going to wrap up the first episode this year of Sunday Sports Central. You can catch us next week from 9 to 11, same time, same day, Sunday morning. Uh, and if you enjoyed today's show or want to be a part of next week's show, please tweet us, and that is at Berg Sports Radio. You can also tweet at the theberg on Twitter, and you can also post on our Facebook, 88.1TheBergKCWU. So if you want to join in on the action next week, make sure and come back and listen from 9 to 11 on Sunday morning. But that will do it. Um Next week, we'll have a bunch of more NBA playoff stuff to talk about. So I can't wait for that. And make sure and listen to our NFL Draft podcast coming out on Thursday, produced by the very own Wyatt Simmons here at 88.1 The Berg. That will be a big draft uh, podcast that we're going to come out with. And so from all of us at 88.1 The Berg here for Will Ortner, I'm Austin Lane. Thank you guys for listening. This was Sunday Sports Central on 88.1 The Berg. Enjoy your Sunday, everybody.